good morning good morning to all the listeners of devi bhagwat i will just read a paragraph from yesterday just to make you all understand who is adi shakti who is devi bhagwat who is shakti who is jagadambe i'll just read a paragraph from the back and then go back to the next chapter this rare and divine purana frees one from worldly shackles and is filled with the essence of truth and divine power king the person in whose pure and loving attention bhagavati enthrones herself that person is blessed and elevated in spirit they are counted among the most fortunate o king of bharat the persons who do not recognize and worship mahamaya bhagavati jagadambike they are very unfortunate unlucky and suffer great tribulations when all the gods from brahma downwards are constantly in meditation on her lotus feet on bhagavati jagadambike's lotus feet which being is there who can avoid worshiping bhagavati jagadambike and still be happy and peaceful whoever listens continuously to the narration of this purana all his dearest and purest desires are fulfilled this most important and most auspicious purana was first uttered as a half shloka for shri vishnu o king it is only by listening to this purana with full attention and devotion that you will attain mental peace and your forefathers will receive the blessings of a place in heaven here ends the chapter 2 Now we will start chapter 3 episodes 1 2 and 3 King Janmaje requests Sri Vyas ji to tell about the principal gods the creation of the universe and the meaning of swarup Sri Brahma describes to Narada the glory and the magnificence of Bhagavati Adi Shakti Sri Devi provides a celestial vehicle and takes Sri Brahma Vishnu and Mahesh on a tour of the universe and their final destination the abode of bhagavati adi shakti king janmaje said o foremost of sages you have given us 
permission to perform the most holy rites of navratra nine nights of worship to the goddess kindly deign to tell us who is this devi how and when did she manifest what was the purpose of her manifestation and what attributes adorn her what is ambhayagya am bhe yagya and what are the rules and procedures to be observed o compassionate one please explain in detail also please tell how the universe came into being because o brahmin what it is how it is and all that is said about it is known to you completely i have heard that shri brahma shri vishnu and shri rudra are all possessed by qualities and attributes and respectively they are responsible for creation preservation and destruction o son of parashari the i desire to hear all this in great detail vyas ji said you have great intelligence what you have asked is a very extensive and difficult subject many questions arise out of it many years ago i had asked narad ji these quality these questions and whatever he replied i remember it very well i am going to tell you listen well it happened one day that shri narada ocean of complete knowledge was seated on the banks of the holy river ganga i had the honor of meeting his this most wise and intelligent being he was the embodiment of peace it gave me a great joy to see him i went and prostrated at his feet when he gave me the permission i sat there on the sand at that time sage narada was in scheduled secluded secluded place beside the river and sitting on a mound of sand after the formalities of greeting i spoke to shri narada i said oh muni you are most wise please be kind and tell me who is the creator of this entire cosmos and its myriad universes from where did it all originate also please tell me is it eternal or will it be annihilated is it the work of a single creator or are many responsible for its manifestation without a doer nothing can happen some people believe shri shankara to be the cause and the creator of the world they say he is imperishable and immortal he neither takes birth nor does he die he is engrossed in atma he governs all the gods he is possessed of all the three modes but he is detached from them he is ever ready to deliver us from the worldly illusions therefore he is the primary cause of the creation preservation and destruction there are others who extol the glories of shri vishnu he is beyond perception he is possessed of majestic glory and supremacy he is omnipotent by his grace 
you get faith, devotion in your worship and mukti that is freedom from bondage. He is omnipresent, all-pervading refuge of the world. He is unborn and does not die. Some others name Brahma as the prime cause of the cosmos, the credit for the creation of all living and non-living things is given to him. This most superior of gods having four phases manifested from the lotus of this Nabhi of Sri Vishnu. Surya is worshipped as the creator by sun worshippers who sing his praises morning and evening. Those who worship Indra sing his praises at Yajyas. He has thousand eyes, Babri. And he is verily the God of all living beings. He has the titles Receiver of Yajyas and Lord of Triloka, Three Worlds. He is the Enjoyer of the Sacrifice and is entitled to drink Som Rose, Som Rose, Ambrosia. Various others worship as the Creator, Varuna, God of Rain, Agni, Fire, Pavan, Wind, Yama, God of Death. Kubera, God of Wealth, and Sri Ganesha. <clears throat> they maintain that the God with the face of an elephant removes all the obstacles and gives success to all actions. And then there are the wise and learned who say that Bhavani fulfills all desires. She is Adi Maya, the many-faceted Devi, whose forms and characters are beyond the mind, Adi, beyond primordial. She is the great power and she resides within the creation and pervades it. There is no difference between her and Brahma. She is engaged in creation, preservation and dissolution. She is the mother of the gods and all living beings. She is unborn and does not die. She rules the cosmos. Some of her names are Vaishnavi, Shakti of Vishnu, Shambhavi, Shakti of Shiva, Brahmi, Shakti of Brahma, Varuni, Shakti of Varun, Varahi, Shakti of Vishnu as a boar, Narasimhi, Shakti of Vishnu as Narasimhan, Parmeshwari, Goddess of with four arms worshipped by Shiva, and Mahalakshmi, the great lord of ruler of the universe. She is the source of the Vedas. She is pure knowledge, Nirmal Vidya. She is the support of the universe. She destroys the greatest of sins. She removes the afflictions of the universe. She is the foundation of all the organs of beings and is ever present within all beings. She grants moksha to those who wish to be liberated and she grants victory and success and good fortune according to the desires when she becomes the creation. She assumes the form of the three gunas, sattva, rajo and tamo. These gunas expand from her and pervade the cosmos. She is also beyond the gunas. She is the form of attributes and yet she is devoid of attributes. Some of her aspects are Vaishnavi, Shakti of Vishnu, Shambhavi, Shakti of Shiva, 
ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಿ ಶಕ್ತಿ ಆಫ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ವಾಸುವಿ ಶಕ್ತಿ ಆಫ್ ಇಂದ್ರ ವರುಣಿ ವಾರುಣಿ ಶಕ್ತಿ ಆಫ್ ವರುಣ್ ವಾರಾಹಿ ಶಕ್ತಿ ಆಫ್ ವಿಷ್ಣು ಇನ್ ದ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಬೋರ್ ನಾರಸಿಂಹಿ ಶಕ್ತಿ ಆಫ್ ನರಸಿಂಹ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ಫುಲ್ ಮಹಾಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಿ ದ ಹೋಲ್ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಹರ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಶೀ ಈಸ್ ದಿ ಸಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸ್ ವೆನ್ ಶೀ ಈಸ್ ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ಡ್ ಶೀ eradicates all diseases and woes holy and learned sages say that she who is niranjana unstained by any limitations whatsoever nirakara formless nirlepa untouched by various karmas and dualism nirguna attributeless beyond the three gunas and the three nadis she is the consciousness devoid of qualities and attributes of the mind and all pervading divine source of universe the creator in the vedas and upanishads she is described as the divine source the brilliant light of divine knowledge she is the primordial being she has thousand eyes arms ears and feet there are others who call the creator purushottama or virata others aesthetics say that there was never any creator that the universe has always existed and will continue to exist they do not recognize prakriti or purusha to be the creators king janmaje said all the gods are standing on sattva guna but the evil demons trouble them constantly then where is the maryada of dharma my ancestors the pandavas were dharmic people still they had to face so many trials and tribulations from time to time oh muni vyas ji you are learned and learned and spiritually strong please remove all these misapprehensions and doubts from my mind this would be this world is an ocean of illusion please guide my boat across i am constantly tossed around and i do not wish to sink vyas ji said oh strong armed one among kings you are the foremost the very same questions that you are asking me i had asked most respected narad ji and he said vyas ji a long time ago i too was beset by these questions i went to my father the radiant and the effulgent shri brahmadeva i asked him oh revered father please tell me from where has his universe come into being you have created various things is shri vishnu the supreme creator or is shri shiva the one who created the cosmos oh great god you are the soul of the world please tell me clearly which gods have to be worshiped and who is the most supreme oh sinless brahma ji please have compassion on me and fulfill my heart's desire to know all these things oh son of satyavati vyas ji when i pleaded thus my father the god brahma began to speak shri brahma deva said son what can i say this is a very in- intricate question oh fortunate one you can get the complete answer from shri vishnu in this whole world there is no being who has been able to comprehend this mystery only the person 
who has renounced who is detached who is desireless and who is without envy jealousy anger and conceit becomes worthy to receive this knowledge in the beginning there was only water all around there was no life form movable or immovable i came into being in a lotus the sun moon trees mountains nothing existed i sat on the stalk of the lotus and began to wonder in this endless expanse of water how did i come into existence who is my protector and in this desolate place who is the supreme being who creates and destroys there is no earth visible anywhere then what is supporting this vast expanse of water from where did this lotus originate whether born or derived there has to be some causal if it is derived then there has to be a connection and that connection is mayer or is mayer or clay for the roots but there is no soil anywhere contemplating thus i descended into the water for 1000 years i searched but could not find the beginning or the end of the water just then i heard a celestial voice meditate meditate i returned to the lotus and went into meditation for 1000 years at the end of that the same voice was heard you must create i was awestruck what must i create what is my responsibility suddenly two demons madhu and kaitaba appeared and stood before me in terrifying form they challenged me to a fight upon the waters i became terrified i slid down the lotus stalk into the water there a most amazing and wonderful sight met my eyes i beheld a most magnificent being dark like a rain filled cloud he was clad in a pitambar dhoti yellow colored he had four arms he reclined in a couch on the belly of seshanag he was wearing a garland of vijayanti he carried in his hands his weapons conch called pancha yagna discus called sudarshana chakra mace called kaumadaki and lotus i had the unique privilege of a darshan of the lord sleeping on the coils of the serpent sheshnag under the influence of yogi nidra he was the deep slumber all his faculties were still oh son narad seeing the lord thus lying inert made me very anxious then i remembered bhagavati yoga nidra i began to sing her stutis praise the most auspicious and benevolent bhagavati withdrew from every pore of shri vishnu and took her seat in the heavens immediately shri vishnu got up and sat he engaged in the battle with the demons madhu and kaitab for 5000 years and finally killed them one glance from the devi sent them 
into illusion and confusion. Then Sri Vishnu lay them on his lap and beheaded them. After that, there were only two of us, the Lord and I. Sri Rudra arrived at the same place, and all three of us got a darshan of Bhagavati Adya Shakti. We were completely enamored. We sang the most elevating stutis and pleased the Devi. Then our ears were most fortunate and blessed to hear her divine and most auspicious voice, Vani. Devi Bhagavati Adya Shakti said, Brahma, Vishnu, Maheshwar, now you can serve you can seriously start your execution and duties, creation and protection and dissolution. That is, what you have to perform. Now that the demons have been vanquished, you must establish your abodes, lokas, by your powers. You must create your kinds of subjects. Brahmaji says, the voice of that most worshipful Adi Shakti was sweet, beautiful and joy-giving. We heard it clearly and distinctly. We said, Oh, wonderful mother, how are we to accomplish creation of subjects and other activities? There is no earth visible anywhere. There is only endless expanse of water. We would require the five elements, qualities and subtle forms of matter, energies, but these are also non-existent. After listening to all the difficulties and hurdles, we were putting forward that most auspicious Devi Bhagavati gave a most beautiful smile and in a moment a wonderful airborne vehicle descended from the skies. The Devi beckoned us, Devas, have no fear, come into this vehicle, Brahma, Vishnu and Ruddha. I am now going to show you some amazing and wonderful sights. We we obeyed with respect and reverence. We entered the gem-studded vehicle and sat down. It was decorated with strings of translucent pearls. They, there were tiny bells making a tinkling sound. The grand vehicle resembled Amravati abode of Vindra, seeing, up, seeing us seated in full control of our senses. The Devi, with her powers, caused the vehicle to fly into space. Brahmaji says, traveling with the speed of thought, it arrived at a strange and unrecognizable place, which was filled with trees laden with various kinds of fruits. The sight was enhanced by the melodious calls of cuckoo. The scenery was beautiful, with vast expanses of earth, majestic mountains, dense forests and groves. There were innumerable men and women, animals and birds, holy rivers, lakes, wells, ponds, ditches, springs and waterfalls. Further on, we saw an extremely beautiful city. It was surrounded on all four sides, imposing walls. There were many stately mansions inside. In a suitable place, a yagyashala was erected, canopy for performing havans and sacrificial ceremonies. Seeing that beautiful city, we desired to admire it closely. We felt this is heaven, but who created it? The city was magnificent and these saintly inhabitants were radiant like gods. They were hunting in the forest. 
we kept staring at them and admiring the goddess jagadambike seated in the vehicle suddenly our vehicle got empowered and began to hover in the air in a moment it landed in another region there was a groove extremely pleasing in appearance under a fragrant parijata tree the cow surhabi was sitting a little distance away the glorious elephant airavat indra's chief elephant was standing hundreds of apsaras yakshas demigods attendants of kubera gandharvas celestial musicians and vidyadhars demigods were singing and moving about in the parijata groove also present was god indra enthroned beside him was his shakti sachi this glimpse of heaven was so wonderful that we were awestruck the god of the waters yam varuna god of wealth kubera god of death yama the sun god of surya god of fire agni and other gods were all seated on their thrones we were filled with wonder and amazement the king of the place was undoubtedly indra he was sitting in silence and came out on his palakin palankin we were witnessing all this form all this from our vehicle again in a moment our, our vehicle ascended into the air and landed in the holy brahma loka abode of brahma all the gods stood with their heads bowed in ab- obeisance sitting on the throne was another another brahma seeing that shri vishnu and shri Vish- shiva were greatly surprised there was an assembly of gods the vedas had assumed their respective forms and were seated the oceans the seas the rivers mountains and all variety of reptiles and snakes and gathered shri vishnu and shri shiva looked at me and said oh brahma who is this imperishable brahma i replied i myself arm in confusion as to who this creator is who i am and what is my purpose in a moment our vehicle took to the skies again and we landed on the peak of kailasha there was gathering of many yakshas there was a grove of the celestial coral trees and parrots and cuckoos enhanced its beauty gentle strains of sweet music from veenas and tamburis filled the air as our vehicle landed there emerged from a mansion the three-eyed lord shri shankara he was seated on the sacred bull nandi he had five faces and 10 arms he had a moon on his crest jewel he was wearing a tiger skin his bodyguards on either sides were shri ganesha and shri kartikeya all the ganas followed singing the praises of the lord shiva we were exceedingly surprised to see all this within a second we left the top of the mountain and reached vaikuntha where stood the luxurious palace of the beautiful goddess of wealth shri lakshmi o san narada the wealth and riches the fortune that we saw there are beyond description shri vishnu was an astonished as we were 
the lotus-eyed Sri Vishnu was enthroned. His form was as lustrous as the flower of the linseed plant. He was wearing a yellow garb which destroys samsara. He had four arms. He was seated on king of Condor's Garuda. He was adorned with jewels and ornaments. Once again, we were surprised and confused and looked at the earth again, looked at each other again. We removed again with the speed of wind and we moved on. We saw a sea with water as sweet as nectar. The waves were rising high and falling again. It was filled with aquatic animals. In the middle of in the middle was a pleasing dweep island which had beautiful celestial coral trees and sweet smelling parijata surrounding it. Luxurious rugs covered with flour of the pavilion and exquisite paintings adorned the walls. Strings of iridescent pearls hung like garlands and entwined the pillars. Outside were trees of Ashoka, Ketiki, Kevra, Bakul and Champa which perfumed the air. Cuckoos were singing in the trees and divine fragrances wafted from every corner. The buzzing of the bumblebees added to the beauty and peace of the surroundings. In the middle there was a bed covered with rich silk and satin tapestries. The bedstead was inlaid with gold and studded with precious gems and jewels. We were still seated in the vehicle. From a distance we could see the bed. Many colored sheets, pillows and cushions were strewn on the bed and it shone like a rainbow. And seated on the bed was a most divine and radiant lady. She was bedecked in the red robes and red necklaces. Her body was smeared with red sandal paste. Her eyes were of red color, natural white and black of the collyrium. The resplendence of her being was as dazzling as a thousand suns. She was more beautiful than a crore of Lakshmi's. Sri Bhagavati Bhuneshwari was holding in two hands her weapons of gold and noose and the other two hands had assumed the posture of Abhayadan, granting boons and assurance of protection. Her throne had a golden canopy. Different ornaments and jewels of diamonds and other precious stones adorned her. We had never before beheld such majesty and splendor. Devotees were chanting him, the mantra of the Devi. Others were singing praises of her holy names. Divine maiden was sitting and meditating on some of her names, Bhuneshwari, Maheshwari and others. A six-cornered mystical diagram was drawn and inside was enthroned the Devi Bhagavati Bhuneshwari. Seeing this splendor, splendorous sight, we were transfixed. We began to speak among ourselves. Who is this divine person? Who is her? What is her name? We have absolutely no knowledge of her. She has thousand eyes, thousand hands, thousand faces. Even from a distance, she shines like the sun and the moon. She is not an Apsara, nor is she a Gandharva or a divine maiden. Son Narad, making this 
conjectures we stayed on there then shri vishnu from his inner wisdom divined that this radiantly smiling and exquisitely 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 beautiful goddess was verily devi jagadambike then he told us that the devi bhagwati was the primordial cause of the existence of all of us she is also known as nirmal vidya and mahamaya she is the entire creation she is indestructible she can only be worshiped by the wise and the brave she cannot be worshiped by the cowardly and the stupid she can be attained by the repeated practice and dis- disciple of yoga she is the speed energy of the desire of parabrahma she is ever young untouched by time the entire universe and the vedas are in her as she is the mother of the universe she is called sadashiva the sacred spouse of sadashiva her right eye being the embodiment of the sun creates day her left eye creates the night her third eye like slightly open golden lotus creates twilight she is the matrix of the universe worshiped by the gods she uh, she devours she devours the entire creation at the time of pralaya the ultimate dissolution universe of her form and also the individual self vishwa in the wakeful state and in her form shri vishnu said brahma and shankara she is the ultimate power the energy manifested every particle as well as the primordial vibration is she her her crores of aspects are all enthroned here you can be hold them one by one these omnipresent form are adorned with divine ornaments and anointed with heavenly perfumes behold brahma and shiva all the goddesses are in attendance on adya shakti only the very virtuous generous compassionate and those who are detached from worldly desires merit darshan of this most supreme and benevolent goddess bhagavati bhuneshwari those who are self centered and caught in the web of worldly pleasures never merit darshan of this mahadevi she is the total life force of the universe she is the eternal compassion of sadashiva the en- the entire act of creation is her play for the pleasures of shri sadashiva he is just the witness and she is the creatrix of the cosmos she is the primal power being the first cause she is the unitary basis of plurality of the universe shri vishnu continued oh brahma and shiva this is the devi whose darshan i had on the desolate waters i was a baby lying in a cradle of banyan leaf and she was gently rocking me i was lying with my big toe in my mouth and sucking it and doing all kinds of childish play my limbs were chubby and soft i was in the form of a baby and this goddess was singing and rocking me that was verily the same mistress of the cosmos bhagavati adya shakti 
there is no place for doubt seeing her i remember the past event clearly the entire universe is in her as she is the mother of the universe whatever i know about her and whatever experiences i have had i will tell you listen so i'll conclude today the episodes 1 2 and 3 tomorrow we will read, listen to episode chapter 3 episodes 4 and 5 pranams o devi avarshat koti koti pranam to devi jagadambike in the form of bhuneshwari let us stay sil- in silence within and try to meditate and imbibe all the knowledge that we just heard Have a good day. Namaste to all of you. Thank you for listening. Hope we can all imbibe all this knowledge which is really very difficult to acquire and we should thank and thank many many times every breath we have to thank for getting this opportunity to listen devi bhagwat